0: Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where Isaac eats all the pickles and puts the jar back in the fridge empty. I'm it, Daryl.
1: It's because there's pickles juice left over and it's for, it's for
0: a beverage. No, no, it's gross. That's gross. I, I, we established that it's okay to like chase whiskey with it for some reason, but no, I don't think that, that's cool. And I think that your wife has every reason to leave you based on that specific reason. Yeah, that, that we'll, specific thing.
1: We'll just leave it at that being the reason. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's the only one. <laughs> it's the only reason. Um, I I think that I'm really excited about today because uh, we are expanding our universe, if you will.
1: Yes. G and B. Why are we expanding first, our universe? GBU.
0: Oh, is that a thing? That's me. We having, that's you.
1: Yeah. Why are we expanding, Isaac? Yeah, the GBU. So uh, we, we got another guest, and it's not a bracket episode. Um, we're gonna we the emo podcast, uh, or sorry, the emo podcast, the emo bracket episode. We had a we had our good buddy Taylor on. Um, if you want to know more, and, about it, him. and it went over, it went over so well. It went over well. Um, he. He was We got a little history on the beginning of that episode um, as to our background of our friendship. But he's back with us today. He's joining us today live via the internet. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out. Watch out, little bitch. Awesome. Is that a trap horn? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> the tree breaker. Oh, man.
0: I right, I think this is the last time he's allowed to come on the podcast. Yeah. I think. He,
1: he just scrapped your whole GBU <laughs> yeah, expansion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is like one of those. This is like when Howard the Duck showed up at the end of that Marvel movie, and then he just never came back again. Yeah, hundred percent. You guys remember that? Yeah, I do. Guardians. Anyway.
2: Well, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'll just show no, myself so Tay- out. <laughs> so so Taylor is back, and and I'm excited to have him here. He's not as he's not as tin candy today. So, um basically we said hey if you want to hang out with us buy yourself a fucking microphone and then uh then you can come hang out with us on the internet
1: and then he and then he did cuz amazon amazon yeah they, just, they deliver right to your house i have to buy shit to hang out with people this is the so this is our social life these days due to the covid restrictions
0: you know yeah we're so what's kind of funny about the covid restrictions um I just had a work conference last week, which like last year, it was in New Orleans. The year before that, it was in Florida. This year was supposed to be in California, but obviously with the pandemic, they canceled it and they moved it to an online thing, which was fucking stupid. Like it was, I shouldn't say it was stupid. It was fine. We, you know, you got some events in your head or whatever, or not, you got some information in your head, but anyway, it was all online. So I was talking to people in tennessee and in california and in arizona and in new york and just people from all over and just how different it is the rules from here to there like i know we have different rules in alberta than they do in bc like restaurants are open in bc but they're not here but like the guy in tennessee i was talking to said oh yeah we slowed down we shut down the office for like two weeks and then we opened back up and we've been open ever since everyone's got covid at least once but uh you know you just keep your door closed that's crazy like right it's just yeah. totally different so did you were you think, drinking did you do any day drinking during this conference i didn't no, no no um i uh last year in new orleans i did um but i remember no, you here, you told me all about that trip it's no i mean
1: it's new orleans right
0: best place well it, it's a good place to visit i would not want to live there but a good place to visit for sure the food is awesome the uh drinks are great That's where I learned my new favorite cocktail. Which is? uh, Oh, it's uh, uh, cherry vodka and lemonade. It's just incredible. Very manly. Oh, it's real good. It's it's real good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was a sidetrack, but that's the same reason. So up here now, we're still all at our own homes, doing our own thing. I only know people who have broken the rules just a little bit. Um, (laughs) You know, throwing back to a few episodes ago. Um, Isaac was talking about how we got new lights put in and he had an electrician stop by. Yeah. Who was that electrician? Just a, a close friend of mine who's ticketed, you know? Ticketed. Yeah. But, uh, but is he an electrician professionally now? No, 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 you didn't pay him. Did you? I
1: did actually. I did. Oh, that's really nice of you. I chipped in for, for gas and, and, and labor because I'm a good,
2: I'm a good client. And and I I think you told me that your wife gave him (laughs) a bunch of
0: muffins. (laughs) Uh, Was it you, Taylor? Was it you? uh, Possibly. Oh, yeah. Can can neither
1: confirm nor deny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Taylor was at your house. No, that's all right. I don't see a problem with that. You have to get shit done, right? I mean, he is an electrician, and I needed an
1: electrician's help. So, you know, why would I hire some fucking nobody to come into my house when I can hire somebody who I know is responsible and competent and is a good conversationalist, you know, it's the
2: nicest thing anyone's ever said.
1: And you're
0: beautiful.
2: (laughs) I'm competent.
0: Uh, I'm competent. Hey dad, someone told me I was competent. If, if it was one of my uh, family members, uh, their, their dad would be like, no, they're lying to you. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to leave that one alone. Um, but, uh, I don't know if Taylor, if you've listened to the last week's episode or or to the one before or a few weeks ago, but I had a few points um, from last week or actually I shouldn't say a few points, two points specifically. First one was the shower in the dark. Isaac, you were talking about how it's nice to shower in the dark. I gave her a shot and I'll give it to you. It is kind of relaxing. It's almost like a spa experience, you know? Well, I didn't find it that. Amazing. It wasn't really like a spa experience, but it was definitely, you know, you spend some time, you sit under the water. I don't know. It was really nice. Speaking, of,
1: speaking of which, I, I guess it's like it kind of comes down to your like the vibe of your bathroom too. Like how cave ish is your shower? What's the lighting situation in said bathroom? Um, like, for example, at the BGW, that shower upstairs is like it's like a giant walk in floor to ceiling steam shower, tiled glass, you know, the works. Yeah. I shower with the lights off in that bathroom every time we go every year and it's just magical. Really. It's one of my best memories from every year. I just stand there in that rainfall shower head where it's just falling straight down over you and I just let it in, I just let it engulf me.
0: Oh, those are good. We used to have one of those rainfall shower heads in Patina. I remember that I bought
1: that and installed it and it ended up never getting cleaned. So half the shower head nozzles, like half <laughs> the uh, the holes for where the water was supposed to come out were like calcified and
0: filled with calcium. Yeah. But that's, have you ever been to, I don't know, Taylor, maybe you have, I know you go, you go visit Scott out Penticton often. Do you, uh, did you ever go to summer or sorry, sparkling Hill?
2: Oh yeah. Kate and I, we spent a night there and the shower in the room we were in had two the, the glass on both sides into, yeah
0: yeah right. i've been there a few times sorry i love that and, place. and
2: like we only stayed there one night and i was like babe i'm gonna have a bath and she was like what and i'm like i i mean we have like floor to ceiling windows here i'm just gonna have a bath and look at the valley and then i'm like in the bath and i'm like i think i'm gonna shower as well <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you go to the spa
2: yeah we did so all, so the, I was all the hot and cold was-
0: rooms The hot and cold rooms, but then they have like those six showers that have the buttons where you can like you press a button and it changes from like a there's a rainfall option and it gives you it. There's sound effects of rain and it pours on you and it's kind of cold. It's not super cold, but it's kind of cold. And then there's you press a tropical option and it's like got an orange mist in the air. Yeah. and it's got the sound of the tropics and orange light pops up and it smells like citrus and are the lights and low? The, the
2: water the water's like sort of warm and it's got yeah. sounds of birds and and shit
0: exactly how's it's, the lighting the lighting it's is orange. impeccable <laughs> it's orange for that one and it's blue for the for the storm one
1: speaking of Any- uh shower and bathroom reviews uh my my person i mean i've never been to sparkling hill sparkling hill i'm not I'm not wealthy like you folk, but, um, Hey, the, I got
0: it for free at work. I didn't pay for it myself.
1: The The coolest, uh, bathroom experience, at least like other than my own that I can say or speak towards is, is, uh, a hotel downtown Calgary, Le Germain hotel.
0: Oh, talk about money
1: bags over here. It uh, so we got <laughs> upgraded last time we went there. We do a little staycation sure. once in a while. We got upgraded last time we went there because our room wasn't ready when we first went to check in and they upgraded us to a premium room and this room, the bathtub filled, like the faucet to fill the bathtub was like from the ceiling. So like there's like a hole in the ceiling and the water fills the tub from the ceiling. Okay. That's actually pretty cool. It's cool. It sounds cool. It's super impractical, but it's.
0: Does it splash everywhere?
1: When you, when you first fire it up, like if there's no, like when there's no water in the tub. It yeah. kind of splashes a bit, but as soon as there's some water in there to brace the impact, it's it's uh it's wonderful. It's it's very appealing. It's aesthetically
0: pleasing for sure. No, uh, that that does actually sound pretty nice or pretty cool. And it, I think it'd be cool to st- like sit under it and have it fall on you because it'd be like a heavier stream.
1: It's even better when the lights are all off.
0: <laughs> of course, it is. So, um, yeah. So there's our conversation about showers. Perfect. Um, if you want any more, anyway, shower just, reviews, say, just
1: you, you can slide into our DMS We'll we'll, we'll find a, find time to go and step into your shower and enjoy and, it. And, and so. if you want,
0: if you want to come watch, just stand out in the field by the valley at sparkling Hill and you can see Taylor having a bath. So the next time he's there. Um, but, uh, the, then there was one other thing about last week we were talking about, um, you know, things that we do that potentially irritate our, uh, significant other's and there's one thing that i wanted I, I I just forgot to mention last week, but i I had it 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 irks me, and it's a thing that she does. so I don't know if I just want to know if it's just me and maybe you know my wife is special, um, but I wanted to ask you guys, so when Michelle does something that upsets me, I will get upset the same way that if I do something, she'll get upset. But when she does something to piss me off and I'm upset at her and I tell her I'm mad at her, she turns it around on me, and then in the end after me trying to be like, no, I'm the bigger man. I end up always being the one who apologizes when she did something wrong. Does that oh. ever happen with you guys? A hundred percent. Every time. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. It's not just me.
1: It's almost like a female defense mechanism. Like as soon as they're being, I mean, women hate to be wrong and even more than you hate to be wrong, Daryl. And that's saying, They're wow, never, just they're never say, wrong. I, I hate being wrong, but they, you know, if you catch them, if you catch them, which is rare, but if you catch them, it's like they're, they're fricking, prongs go up, you know, they're like, what can I do here to switch this around? I got to make it about them. And it's just like immediately reflective.
0: It's, it's an amazing skill. It is really is. I got to give it to him for that. Cause I, I try and I've, I've gone to the point where I will hold that grudge for a full, you know, 12, 15 hours, but then I eventually cave. I always end up caving I don't think she's ever been the one to cave.
1: No, you can't. They, they never blink, man.
0: No, uh, that's why they're the fairer sex, I guess. What
2: Do they, they ever say. get mad at you for messing up when getting groceries? Like prime example, <laughs> yep. Kate, Caitlin gave me a, a list and she didn't use proper grammar. She didn't put commas. She didn't make it a list. It was all just one paragraph of, of shit. And I came home with cream
1: cheese and what she wanted was <laughs> cream, cream and, and cheese. cheese.
0: Kind of, like kind of like Daryl's,
1: kind of like Daryl's talking points that he sent us today. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we start off with talking about work, hey, and then I it had, gets into like the industrial revolution.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had commas, but no, dude, I that's have that. So, that's I've,
1: actually so funny, though, Taylor.
0: I've, I've, it, well, that's what I was gonna say. Is I've had that too, where there's stuff on the list, and I go in, and I can't read what it is, and I don't come home with the exact things, and it's like, or you get the wrong brand. Or the wrong style, if it's you didn't get some- base sell? <laughs> and they
1: have no, to mention it. They have to mention what? it, like, even if it's the exact same item, but it's a different name brand. They're like, "Oh, well, we usually get this one, but this is fine. This will do."
0: That's it. That's it. She she wrote she wrote salad one time on the on the on the grocery list. So I went and I bought like three different bag salads, and then she's like, "Well, do we ever get bag salads?" I'm like, "Yeah, like half the time." She's like, "Well, I meant romaine." I'm like, well, you didn't <laughs> fucking write romaine. Well, I'm not, and not fucking salad. psychic. well i wish i was and i try to be but no (laughs) i'm just i'm I'm glad that you guys go through that too yeah that uh it's not just me no so but uh like we mentioned so taylor um he used to be an electrician but you're not anymore right
2: correct and i now work a labor job
0: construction yeah Working, work in construction. So you, you actually work well, not with, but at the same place as Isaac.
2: Correct, I do. Uh, except uh, he's he's got a bit more uh, respect in the company so far. He's been there a bit longer
1: than I have been. He's got I wouldn't say years re- under I, the belt. I wouldn't say respect. I would just say I, I'm, I'm, I've established myself at the company a little. Obviously, been there for six years, and you haven't.
0: You, you're a seasoned
1: vet. One, so yeah, you're
0: yeah a but, seasoned vet. i I had a question for both of you with that so i as you know you guys not the people the people don't know shit well they might but i've always been a white collar essentially right i've always been office jobs sales jobs do you guys ever did you ever want to do something different i know taylor you were an electrician now you're doing this did you hate being an electrician or did you love it or what why why the change
2: no, I I I loved being an electrician. It was just the way the economy was. Got laid off after I got my ticket. Couldn't find electrical work and took this job. And even before that, I worked I did framing. But like, Oh yeah. Growing up I wanted I wanted to be a paramedic initially. Wow.
0: I honestly never knew that. Yeah. So why and then you just was framing just a summer job that just stayed for a while?
2: No, I wanted to be a carpenter. I like went to SAIT for carpentry, became an apprentice, and then did that for like almost two years, asked for a raise, and he gave me like a 20 cent raise after like two years. And I was like, you're a dick. I'm
0: quitting. <laughs> Fair enough. You're that in your current
1: job. Where your current job now, you just get a raise every year for three years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. It's okay. That's, that's, that's kind of nice. What about you, Isaac? The you, you, I know you've done this. It kind of just fell in your lap over the years, right? Like you started in the parks department or whatever.
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I started off as a summer student while I was going to college in uh, the parks department, and they laid me off every every fall, so I'd go back to school, and then I'd get recalled to go back to work in the spring when I was out of school, and I did that for. I ended up doing that. Not full-time because I never got full-time with them, but I was basically just working that job seasonally for eight years total. And then I needed something with a little more stability, and I had a friend who was had moved over from parks into the water department, water services. So I applied uh, at a job fair, and I got hired, and I've been there since 2015. So I got hired originally by the city in 2007 and, uh, yeah, eight years in parks and now six years in water. Water is much better, much better.
0: And it's not as well, it is a bit seasonal, but it's not as seasonal as parks. Obviously it's not seasonal at all. Alberta. Well, I guess you guys have work all winter. I knew that it can't you dig up the road less in the winter than in the summer. You don't do repairs. It's more so just, maintenance on issues? No, we actually
1: get more repairs in the winter.
0: Oh, there you go. See? Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Due to uh frost heaving, we get quite a few more main breaks on water mains. That's uh, that's during- what
0: I meant. It's in the summer it's probably more preventative maintenance and upgrades and things like that whereas in the winter it's all just keeping up with the shit that's happening in at the moment. More or less, yeah. Yeah. Um did you always want to work in that kind of job? I never I've never asked you this. What did you want to be when you grew up? I I had a, I had a very hard time deciding what I
1: wanted to be, but I think I thought about this and I think, uh, I mean, it's always been my, it's always been the answer in the back of my head. I've always been really interested in, in criminal law. So I, I think, you know, I've always had that thought in the back of my brain where I I think I would love to be, I just hit my microphone with my hand. I think I would love to, yeah, to uh, be able to get into being a criminal lawyer. Um, but you know, just never came my way. Never, never ventured in that direction. I
0: guess that's. I've never. I. I can totally. I don't know about you, Taylor, but I could totally picture Isaac being a criminal lawyer.
2: One hundred percent.
0: At least the movie version of a criminal lawyer. <laughs> I don't know about the like real a, life version.
2: I honestly almost picture him as like Grisham from CSI. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as portly as well, or what? Um, no, I, well, he, I think he's I think got that silver like a, fox thing going on. A criminal par- prosecutor would be a, a fucking dope
0: job, putting bad guys in jail or trying to, anyways. I think that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, so I'm, I'm currently watching Sons of Anarchy for the second time, and yeah, there's, there's those criminal lawyers on there, and they, and they become a little bit criminal to try to catch the criminals, and it's kind of, I can picture you doing that too. I mean, it's you the know, Sons Anarchy a willing to. Po- it's close That's to being a documentary. Reality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it it but, totally is one one um, one
1: town. I mean, it's close. Yeah, you watch that. You watch, you know, something, something like a documentary about, you know, criminal uh, law. It's a, night and day. I mean, it's very close. That's not. Is,
0: doesn't night and day mean opposites? Yeah, it's true.
1: I'm fucking it up. I was trying to what? make a joke, and it didn't work out.
0: Fair enough. I get it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. I I still love you. Um, Taylor, how about you have you ever thought of of quitting it all and and going to paramedic school or is that kind of out the window?
2: Uh I don't know, I sort of feel like at this point of life, it would be too expensive to sort of just quit where I'm at and go pursue that cuz now being an adult, you know, you got mortgage and all Fucking these bills. bills and shit. It's Yeah. I don't know. I'm honest, I'm perfectly happy where I'm at right now and the position I'm in with the city, there's room for me to move up if if I want it. So, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I mm-hmm. sometimes I miss doing electrical, sometimes I miss carpentry, but none of them were as steady as this job. The nice well, thing. And-
1: the nice thing about the city is that you have avenues where there could be job openings within within the city uh, for electrical work and or carpentry work. So.
0: Isaac, Isaac should be in the, uh, he should be in the recruitment department at the city. Cause he always just fucking like in a good way is like, Hey, you know, there's this, you know, opportunity, you can do this, this, and this, so you should try it.
1: People don't I, know people. You don't know until you, until you get on with the city. Like uh, I agree. 100%. It's a, it's a great company to work for. Like, yeah, there's, there's the odd manager here and there that it's, you know, hard to work for. And I won't go into too much detail, but, uh, but you get that everywhere. You get that everywhere, and really, everywhere—it's it's a steady job in, in an unsteady economy. So, really, it's it's a good place to be for sure. And how about how Isaac about was
2: telling me to apply for the city for how many years were you telling me to apply, Isaac? And I every time I'd be like, yeah, maybe, and I just wouldn't do it. And then it wasn't until it was yeah, I'm coming up on a year. I sent you a screenshot, and I was like, is that where you work? And you were like, dude, apply.
1: Yeah, but you also, the reason you didn't go after it when I was telling you about it the years prior was because you wanted to stick out to getting your journeyman ticket, right? So, yeah. So that's good. And you did. You got your journeyman ticket. And then, then it ended up, you know, the economy kind of flopped after that. And then you were like, all right, I'm ready. Something different, well, something new.
0: And a journeyman ticket, a journeyman ticket, something that'll stick with you too. So mm-hmm. that's the nice thing. If If something changes in the future, you still have that to fall back on. Yeah. But, uh,
1: I, I've, how about, I was going to say, how about you, Daryl? I know that you started off obviously when, when we were, um, I think when we first started being friends, you were just getting out of school, right? Like you were just dropping out of school.
0: Yeah. So and I was then... in, I, I, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a teacher and then I was in school to be a teacher. Uh, I went to Mount Royal in Calgary and then, oh, well after, you know, after my semester at, uh, at Ambrose, or sorry, Ucknuck, um, which did nothing for me, but I was there and it was fun. Uh, but that's, I was in school and me and my ex-wife were both in college, married, couldn't afford it, had to drop out, had the opportunity at Enterprise. and never thought I'd be a salesman or a manager kind of person, but had the opportunity to go full-time there. And so I just did. And then obviously it took me, I was there for almost a decade and then moved on. I've always been in these, these, White collar jobs essentially. The my last job in Kelowna when I was at the line painting company was great because I had some days where I was on a job site, but the most times I was in the office or, or driving doing sales. Part of me is totally curious about it though. Like, how would it be to work a job? Because I've always had mine have been so much different. Where I know I know there's you guys have to use your brain all the time. You could fuck something up. You could hurt somebody um there's processes in place there's all that kind of stuff but it's also just a you show up you clock in you get told where to go or if you're the foreman you decide where you're going or you look at the sheets whatever it is and then you go you do it and then at the end of the day it's like okay hey, we got to get back to the shop and time's up we're going home whereas my jobs have been more you know you have to find the work you have to go out and do that you have to kind of i don't know get get the sales you have to get the accounts you got to get the the thing. So part of me thinks that it'd be kind of fun to do a job like that. Something different, something that, you know, that you have to work for and that you can just work your way up and, and that kind of thing. I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes sense. Like if you guys ever wanted to not do the labor side of it.
1: Oh yeah. For, for me anyways, it's, it's my, I don't know. My career path has always been trying to move forward. Like I'm not ever happy doing one thing for any extended period of time i like to constantly be training and that's the nice thing about the city is they provide if you're like taylor was saying room to move up like if you show initiative and you you know show your competencies in in the field then you get opportunities to take classes and get certified through alberta environment and uh move your way up that way and that's kind of the way that i've been going um but yeah i think one of the best parts of the job like you were saying is we get to see new things every day. Like not one, there's no one job that ends up being the same as the last. So that's kind of a, keeps things fresh.
0: Yeah. But I,
2: I definitely have had moments where in my head, I'm like, damn it. I wish I just had like an office job. Like, you know, it's thinking ahead for the next few days of work. Now it's like Saturday is supposed to be cold as balls and I'm going to have to stand outside. Like, yeah, I,
1: I definitely think about office jobs mostly when it's minus 30 and it's weird. Yeah,
0: but but yet us office folk are – well, I shouldn't count myself because I'm not in an office all the time. I'm driving around a lot and going to see sites and stuff like that. So mine's a bit different that way, but when I am stuck in the office, in the summertime especially, and I can see the sunshine over there, and I know you guys are out in it, that, that kind of thing – like. If you're stuck in an office from eight to five every single day, you're in an office tower down, I could not do that. I think I'd go insane. Yeah, that's true. Especially in a cubicle where you don't have windows or anything. I I don't know. It just I makes, think me, would, makes me think nuts.
1: of the episode of The Office when they're doing hazards in the workplace in, in uh, the warehouse versus the office upstairs. It's one of, my, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes. Michael keeps on asking if he can use the baler. And Craig Robinson's uh, strongly discouraging it. It's a good episode. You mean, you mean to- Daryl? Yeah, Daryl Philbin. <laughs> it's a good one.
0: Yeah. I, it's, I, I also think of it as I, I think of Office Space, the movie, where I'm like, if you were in an office, you'd probably be like going crazy to the point where you want to leave and, you know, shovel garbage or whatever he ends up doing at the end where he's happy. But. Spoiler Death alert! My, that's my stapler. <laughs> I think, I think he actually Isaac went, said that last week. <laughs> and I th- yeah, I think I
1: did, and I think he actually went into construction. So, yeah, hey, you know, construction is the, the way to go. <laughs> so. There you go. Uh,
0: not that I'm going to get into it. I I really enjoy the job I have right now, but um, but uh, it is it is what it is. Have you guys ever kind of switching gears a little bit? Have you guys ever uh, like I I know what your your family did, but Did you ever want to go into the in the family business? Was there ever an opportunity for that? What what about you, Taylor?
2: Um. Well, my dad was a pastor and then taught at a Christian university. He's now retired. Congrats, pops. Um, Good work. But I personally never had any desire to follow those foot those footsteps. I mean, my my brother did. Um. But yeah, I just I don't know. I've always been like thinking about the jobs I've had, I've, I've always been like a hands-on type of thing. Like I like coming home, feeling physically exhausted, knowing that I busted my balls, you know what I mean? And yeah, Yeah. I, I, I didn't really want to have to deal with all the, the mental stress and, uh, anything else that would come with like being a pastor and like having people call you to like emotionally dump on you, I guess.
0: Oh, I've, I've seen it. Obviously I've said it before. My dad is, is a pastor still. And, uh, yeah, I, I would, I, I don't have it in me to, to be that guy either. Like, you know, dealing, he he does such a good job with, uh, like, I don't know how long was your dad a pastor for? Uh, since, I, since yeah. I've known of him since, since my brother met your brother, yeah. I knew he was a teacher, but
2: yeah. Well, like, when, when I, I, when I was first born in Ontario he was a pastor out in Ontario and then for a little bit when we moved to Regina I think and then pretty much almost my entire life he's been a teacher
0: okay yeah so, so I don't know if he did many weddings and funerals and stuff but I I see it with my dad especially because he's been in the town of Sylvan Lake for 90 1998 when we got there so what's that 20 22 years um so all the funeral homes know him and stuff I would hate hate that responsibility of meeting with people on a consistent basis of, uh, you know, going through a tough time and, and, you know, dealing with funerals all the time. I did, I did at one point think of being a funeral director or whatever it is. Yeah. The, the sales side of that at one point, but uh, glad I never got into that. Cause I think it would be emotionally draining. Selling coffins and shit. Yeah. Well, and, and like upgrading when people are dead, like, Oh you don't want the shitty one, you want this expensive one right here. you want to spend that insurance money
1: i gotta say uh it is one of the weirdest experiences shopping for either a coffin or a uh urn in a in a funeral home. It's definitely a, a, a different experience that's for sure
0: did they did they pressure at all no did, did they no no it wasn't it was in
1: it was in grand prairie um it, they were really nice. I think that's kind of like goes you know. I, I feel like it'd be really weird and inappropriate to be a pushy salesman in that situation, but sure. we never had that issue. The guy that we or I think it was a woman actually we dealt with. Um, she was really nice. We, she just kind of showed us the options and let us discuss and think as a family about what we wanted to do and what we wanted to go after. And it was very uh, low key, low pressure.
0: No, fair enough. Um, did you ever want to go in with uh, like work? Your dad worked at, was it Alcan? in in the the big plant in Kitimat essentially did you ever well, think you were going to do that for your life
1: it's in in canada bro alcan aluminum there's only like maybe i mean i'm totally speaking off of no data but i'm pretty sure there's only like <laughs> two or three uh plants alcan aluminum plants in all of canada um but that's kind of what kept kitimat going but no he worked there for i believe he worked there about 35 years around then around 35 years um <clears throat> it was kind of one it was kind of the place like kinemat was kind of the if you didn't have any if there was no other job or no other you know if you didn't get out of town right away it was kind of like where you'd go to work at least as a summer student off the get-go and i never ended up doing it my sister did it i have lots of friends that did it i have lots of family friends that still work at alcan um with different trades like there's a lot of work for millwrights um electricians within alcan um it's a really good place to work, but no, I never, I never wanted to work at Alcan personally. Oh, that's uh, it's
2: oh, fair. Shit. It started in 1902.
0: Yeah, I just Wikipedia'd it too. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're well. There's there's one in Quebec. There's one in Toronto. It looks like yeah. in Pittsburgh. But yeah, Kidamat's real big on there. 1945 or whatever it was. I exited yes. out
1: of there, but. I think Kitimat was established in 50... And, and it was established
0: for Alcan, like the town yeah. basically, like there was, was the reservation out there, but then the town... It was built
1: around Alcan, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's kind of crazy. You you hear that in, you know, where where places were built because of something and then it, it faded. Like you go to interior BC, like all those little towns, like I don't know if you ever heard of Greenwood or or Grand Forks. Grand Forks is a bit bigger and it's still kind of going, but these are kind of places in uh, between like Nelson and Kelowna essentially. And yeah, these little towns that are now basically ghost towns because they were only there from the, from mining in the gold rush essentially. Hmm. So like guys going through the mountains and, and trying to, trying to make a living and and working on their own back in the day. That'd be weird. I don't know if I I, could handle that lifestyle.
1: This is, kind of embarrassing but i actually never knew where the name alcan came from until i just looked at now at, at aluminum Wikipedia canada Al. aluminum company of canada alcan. oh there you go
0: yeah i didn't know that either
1: it's not even owned like obviously that was probably an independent company at a time to- at, at a time <laughs> for for a long time but it's now owned by another
0: company called rio tinto i believe rio tinto that makes sense
2: um, but what did your moms do? Did they work jobs that interested you?
0: Yeah, Daryl, that's a good question. No, mm-hmm. no, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. Moving so, on. <laughs> I, no, I'm not going to move on. I'm gonna I'm gonna get through this. Um, I I love my mom, but I also she drives me nuts. Um, had a lot of issues in her life, but in a past life, when I was a little kid, she was a like she was a teacher aide at the school. I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago or whenever it was about uh how my mom had to basically pin me down in order to get my hepatitis b needles in grade 5 at school um so she worked at the school but then when we moved in grade 6 to Sylvan Lake my mom just didn't work after that she she had one job or you know worked for a couple of years but then she just never worked again um so no she didn't do much but uh but what about you guys? <laughs> let's 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 go to the to the other moms in the house. Yeah, tell us about Heather I, Taylor. Well, she... besides besides how you know Isaac used to hide beer caps around your house to fuck with you. <laughs> I've well, all,
2: he, those cigarettes weren't me. mine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're not mine. Cigarette butts from.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, my mom was a nurse, and then. The majority of my childhood, uh, when we lived in Regina, she was one of the receptionists at Canadian Bible College, and then when we moved to Calgary, she was a receptionist at my family doctor's office, and that was a, about it as far as like I can remember.
0: And now I mean, your parents are straight up retired, both of them? Yeah,
2: they're they're both fully retired now. My dad just does little hobbies and crafts at home and my mom keeps the place super incredibly clean and are are they kind of
0: homebodies like if there wasn't a pandemic going on would they be traveling the world or or is that kind of what they want to do just relax at home and no they
2: they before the pandemic they would do i think at least one trip like every two years like they've done a trip to paris they've done a trip to england um they all like They have a timeshare in Radium, so they still will go to their timeshare, even with the the pandemic, just because, I mean, they technically own the property there, so they'll just go out for like a week at a time when it's their turn. But yeah, other than that, they're just retired, living life.
1: I don't want to like cause any static or anything, but them visiting their timeshare was gave room for us having some uh get togethers at their place when you still lived at their place. <laughs>
2: yeah, we uh let, let we out some, all the secrets. We had, yeah. we had some uh really good Bible studies when they'd be gone.
1: Yeah, small groups we'd have <laughs> small group uh get togethers. We those all the on the roof
2: and uh oh my god, yeah. Until 1 a.m. with loud music.
1: Remember when remember when uh Kevin almost pushed you off the roof? <laughs>
2: Yeah. Shout out Kevin Williams.
1: Yeah. We don't, uh, you know, we don't have much foresight, but I feel like drinking and roofs is just not a good combination.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've never drank on a roof before, so I'll give that to you guys.
1: Well, drinking on a roof is one thing, but wrestling after (laughs) drinking on a roof, on the roof, is, yeah.
0: And then going to Bible school on Monday and going back to Rez and telling all the kids that you didn't do anything bad. With a pack of prime times.
1: <laughs> Some peach or great prime
0: did, times. Did I ever yeah. tell you guys, I, I think, I'm pretty sure Isaac's heard this story, but did I ever tell you my first weekend of Bible college? I, I, I was in the residence, and I went and stayed at a friend's house. Maybe I've told this on the podcast. If I have, I apologize. But I went and stayed at a buddy's house. He was house-sitting for his older brother. All my friends from Silver Night came. It was like, we had a good party weekend and, uh, my first weekend of Bible college, instead of staying at school, I I went out and I did a lot of mushrooms at my (laughs) friend's house and then went back to Bible college on Monday being like, Oh, it was so good. You know, we, we just, we just hung out and watched movies and that kind of thing. But we were zooming the whole weekend basically just, yeah, being, being little Billy badasses, I guess, uh, 18 years old. Did you, did you guys ever do mushrooms at Bible college?
1: I have never done mushrooms.
0: Fair enough. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I didn't think either of you have, but (laughs) I've done mushrooms,
1: but I didn't do mushrooms at Bible college.
0: No. Well, there you go.
1: Man,
2: here's what frustrated me at Bible college. We don't have to get too deep into it, but I mean, when my second year, my roommate was your cousin, Dino. What a good guy. I, I played on the volleyball team. We win the home opener. So the volleyball team goes to a house party and uh, living in res at said Bible college. You sign
0: a contract.
2: You sign a contract. You're not going to drink. You're not going to smoke and blah, 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 blah. I go to this house party, get wasted, uh, sleep over at one of my teammates' places. And then the next day I was feeling bad because I was like, ah, I signed a contract. Damn it. (laughs) Okay. And my RA was Was one of my, yeah, he, he was my buddy. And I was like, okay. So, and I like pull him aside and I'm like, Hey man, broke contract. Like feel pretty shitty about it. Um, I am sorry about that. And he was like, okay, cool. I need to go talk to the residence director. And I was like, Nope, no, you don't. You, you don't have to do that. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, I do. And then the, they gave me like community service hours at the school and uh, thankfully two of the guys from the volleyball team were like hey we were there with him we'll help him so he has less hours are you serious yeah, yeah.
0: oh I didn't know about that I I I didn't I never told anyone at residence that I was out partying on the weekend I, but I wonder I honestly wonder like you said you were out drinking what would they have done if like what would my my RA what would he have done if I said hey man I feel really bad I was doing mushrooms on the weekend <laughs> Because <laughs> a lot of these Bible school kids had never thought about that kind of crap,
1: so you would have been the, you would have marked six six six. Stay away from that guy. Um, Apparently, what uh, who was you said it was John?
0: John oh, JP. JP. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, he no, he was in
0: there. He was in my on my floor because I went the year before. He was on my floor. He was on my floor for my residence, my first year in residence too. All right. So then I was there two years before that, and he was on my floor. He was not in. He was. I thought he was a first year, my year. Nope. Nope. I don't want to say his last name just in case you don't know. No, don't want to get no, liable So, but yeah, it was the same guy. Oh, okay. Kind of the blonde kid, you know, yeah. very nice, kind, yeah. calm. Yeah. yeah he um.
1: There. Do you remember when we lived in Bettina and we used to have kids that were going to Ambrose still that were our friends previously? Well, we met them going to Ambrose and then. When we stopped going and we were just living at Patina, which is, like, very close to the school, there was, like, a, a handful of people that were going to the school that would come to you and I for, like, getting getting
0: them weed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I remember that. Uh, yeah.
2: No, it's. That it's, was me. No. <laughs> no. I,
0: no, I'm pretty sure I got weed t- for Taylor one time. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but no. And then there was like others. a really famous. I think there's a really famous rapper that you got weed for too. <laughs> huge, huge. No, Daryl. I
2: remember one specific time. It was my last year at Ambrose when I was living in the Brotel and I was at work, and I texted you because my roommates were like, "Let's like celebrate, like school year's done. Let's get high tonight." And it was like, "Yeah." So I texted you and I was like, "Hey, Daryl, could we get like two joints off of you?" And you were like, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely." So then I sent over Scott and. Uh, Andrew to go pick them up. Meanwhile, I'm at work at Volcom and this girl was like, oh yeah, like I could sell you some weed too. Just come to my apartment after. So I went to her apartment and she gave me like two huge nuggets and I'm like, how much? And she's like, ah, oh, you're a friend, just 10 bucks. And I was like, okay. So then Scott and Andrew show up and they're like, guys, we got the joints. And I pull out my baggie and they were like, holy <laughs> shit, we are getting messed and, up and, tonight. And I,
0: and I probably charged you 20 bucks for two joints because I'm a dick. Yeah, too. you did. <laughs> yeah but
1: the quality of the roll is what counts right yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: those were rolled perfectly yeah
0: and you guys probably had a a fun time trying to roll your nugs into something pretty
2: i emptied out a king size cigarette and stuffed it in there did you leave
0: the filter on yeah oh gross
1: those are those are my favorite that was my favorite way of of smoking weed when i smoked weed is i would i would I would like uh, work the tobacco out of the cigarette, like you know what I mean. Like roll it in your finger until yep. so the this, the tobacco like all falls out, and then you mix it with some dope, and then you fucking mix it all together, and you sh- and you pack it back into the cigarette, and you got like a perfect spliff with a perfect filter.
0: Yeah, I did that. If there was if there was gonna be tobacco in it, I would put it back in the tube. Like when we'd go to Victoria, yeah. I'd pre roll. I'd spend an entire evening watching movies and pre roll. I remember, just, and you had that hard drives. case. You had that hard yeah.
1: case. The opening. The the whatever flip open hard cigarette, the cigarette case that I was always at full. A car at
0: the car rental place it
1: was full of of darts and spliffs and that's like we would literally just chain smoke all the way to victoria yeah <laughs> out yeah. of your out of your supply
0: out of that thing and then we'd get a pack of probably at that point du maurier <laughs> Du, du maurier
1: it was, yeah, it was DeMaurier and, uh, I don't,
0: I don't think we'd gone down into the shit hill that is, uh, that is Paul, Paul malls yet. Paul malls, Paul malls. Yeah. Oh man.
2: When I was feeling classy, I would always get Belmont.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Belmonts. Those, I'd get those the those, charcoal uh, filters. I'd get those export A's, The, uh, the gold ones. Oh mm. yeah.
2: Export a gold. Travis yeah, it made got me on f- the, me feel the like exp- a rich,
1: a rich guy. Travis got me on the export a super smooth. The light blues. Those are nice. Those were good, yeah. Those, uh, Dude,
2: well. actually, speaking of cigarettes, Caitlin told me that when she was in high school, she was the first of her friends to turn 18. So she had people ask her to go buy cigarettes, and she didn't know how to ask for them. So she went up to the guy at seven was like, could I get a box of <laughs> exported a?"
1: Uh, that reminds me i was behind a guy in line at the store and he was obviously buying for somebody other than himself and he like he got vape pods and then he was like yeah can i also uh can i also get a pack of um exporta um (laughs) and the person at the till was like export a and he goes yeah that sounds
0: right (laughs) (laughs) which which kind of export a yeah, that's, it's, it's kind of funny though. Even like last summer, I got my brother-in-law to pick us, to pick me up a pack of cigarettes. And it's so funny when people don't buy them that they don't know what to say. So he, he had a problem buying them. He was like, I'll get, uh, and then he had to pull out his phone. He told me the story, He had to pull out his phone and actually read uh, the text out to her to make sure he ordered the right ones. Cause he had no idea what he was looking for or how to get smokes. Cause he'd never done it before. <laughs>
1: And you know what? They also threw a wrench into when they changed the packaging on all the cigarettes to the generic like no picture, no advertising type, just like just the label of the brand, and that was it. And they changed um, names. Yeah, so Palmol. We used to smoke Palmol Blues and Palmol Reds, and then when they changed them, now it's Palmol Blues are Palmol smooth. Yeah. So the first time I bought a pack of Palmol smooths or blues in the, uh, for the, you know, that long period of time when I quit smoking, I was like, yeah, I'll get a pack of Palmol blues. And they're like, um, do you mean those don't exist anymore? Yeah. Do you mean uh
0: smooth? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. Sure. Whatever you say. But, uh, yeah, smoking's bad. Anyway, we established that <laughs> many times. Um, I, I did have, I think we'll, we'll, we'll probably wrap this thing up here, but, I, uh, I did have one more thing to to talk about and I'm, I'm, it's from a few weeks back. Actually, I think it's from almost like Christmas time. We talked about, uh, needles. I was talking about how my mom earlier tonight talked about how my mom had to sit on me or pin me down to get my needles in grade five. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm that crazy person that tomorrow I have a blood test, just, you know, standard getting my, my annual physical and I have to go get my blood done. They're doing the whole gamut. But I started thinking about it tonight, and then as I was thinking about it, I thought, oh, man, blood test. Last time I had one, it was super easy. I went in, and it was a couple years ago, got my blood work done. Everything was all good. The needle went in quick. I just didn't pay attention, and it was fine. I didn't pass out even because I laid down. And then as I was thinking about that, I'm like, man, you know what would suck? To have an IV in your arm get ripped out. And that's where my mind went. And so now I'm all paranoid thinking that tomorrow I'm going to get an IV put in and have it ripped out of my arm. That's anyway. Like Tuesday. <laughs> shit, man.
1: It's funny because yeah. of how many tattoos we have too and 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 needles make us nervous.
0: Yeah. Taylor, <clears throat> we've we never asked you how how do you do with needles?
1: Uh no, I
2: I was just going to say like I have a sleeve and a bit done and had a tattoo get infected on my foot, Weird. but yet I still in my head I'm like I would gladly get tattooed again. It's just, it's expensive and it takes long and it hurts. But when it comes to like actually needles, (laughs) man, like I remember when I went to get blood work done and I saw the size of the needle and I was like, Whoa. And she's like, don't worry, hon, it won't last long. I'm like, okay.
0: That's what I say every time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you woke up in a sweat.
2: It's just, (laughs) yeah. yeah, Like actual, actual needles make me like, Wheezy man, well,
0: and there's nothing to them like because what I was just saying is last time a couple of years ago, I went and I was worried, I was anxious the whole time. I went in, it was quick in out, like didn't I barely felt it? Like, it's not much, <sighs> but it's in the sorry, I know what Isaac's thinking. Just, a, just a quick in out, you never, it, but but no, I uh, I it's nothing, but it's so weird that we always that I know why. Uh, it's post traumatic stress from that episode when I was younger. Um, but and he got jabbed. When I got jabbed, and they dug around for a while, so needles are. Man, fine. I
2: remember when I was younger, and my brother was in hospital, and he had the IV on the top of his hand, and somebody said something that made him laugh, and he like sort of went to put his hands down to adjust himself, and the needle broke off in his hand.
0: See, that's like, oh, what God, I'm talking about. That's that's the shit. It's like it's like you you think about that, and it just drives me crazy. I was. I was watching a meme, totally different story. Sorry, I'm switching the subjects like that, like just bang, bang, bang. But this, I saw a video on on Instagram yesterday. I think I sent it to you, maybe not, but it was a guy on an elevator. He just walked in all calm, gets on, and then all of a sudden the elevator starts going up super fast. And then it crashed, and I'm not sure if he died or what happened. But I just thought of that. I'm like, wow, I never want to get in an elevator again.
2: (laughs) Have you seen those videos where the escalators just start going fast?
0: No, like the stair ones?
2: Yeah. It's like they'll be going down and all of a sudden it, something goes wrong with it and it just starts like speeding up and speeding up and speeding up and people start piling up at the bottom.
1: Oh, I've <laughs> seen that. See that happen. <laughs> Dude, it's so, you, it's so bad, but you got to laugh, right? <laughs> <laughs> Idiots.
0: Wasn't there, I think it was, I honestly think it was on the Simpsons, Itchy and Scratchy, where he, he had, he had. just think about how brutal Itchy and Scratchy was way before its time. Uh right. But he had. I think I don't know which one's the mouse, Itchy. I don't know. Itchy nails down scratches feet on an escalator, and then as he gets to the top, it like <laughs> yeah. sucks his whole bones in, or, oh, or yeah. sucks all his skin in, and his bones pop out. And I'm like, Yeah, that Yikes. Doesn't, That doesn't sound like. But
2: fun. then a funny escalator thing to think about is Elf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one one foot on, one foot on, and <laughs> just spread them
1: i like the videos that you can see on on uh those prank videos on youtube and instagram where people will ride the you know escalators are side by side up and down and somebody going up that's doing a prank they'll like be riding the escalator up and they'll just like stroke somebody's arm going down (laughs) yeah yeah, and they're they're so uncomfortable and it's i don't know it's mildly entertaining um i thought hey we got a little bit of we got a little bit of time here at the end do you guys want to just quickly go over we keep on mentioning the bgw and then we're like ah, we will get into it another time do we would just quickly want to like brief about the bgw right fast here at the end yeah we
0: won't we won't we won't read out the acronym but uh basically it's it's just our it's our it it all started with isaac Steg. yeah like when you were getting married was that three years ago four years ago how long have you been married 2018 so three years Mm ago so three years ago so this is our this will be our fourth bgw this year yeah um Yeah, it it just, I I don't know why it came to me that we should rent a house and fucking have a weekend party and turn it into like a beer Olympics. And uh, It's
2: the one weekend a year all the boys get to let loose with just the boys. Yeah, Yeah. it's our sausage party.
0: There's like 10 of us that go out
1: to this big ass house in the south and we all just bring a whole bunch of really cheap gross food and alcohol and we play drinking games that are scheduled and, and, you know organized in, in tournament format. And, uh, yeah, we just have a good time. Hot tub. Yeah. Hot tub, ping pong table.
0: So the first, the first year we did it in February and, uh, obviously Alberta, you never know what the weather's like. And it was, it was kind of chilly. I think it was pretty cold, but there was a hot tub outside and, you know, we had a great time. The house is three levels. There's what, six bedrooms, eight beds. Um, we played some video games. We played some beer pong, uh, quarters. I think Taylor, you won that first year, right? You and Jay?
1: Sure did. Oh yeah, there you go. First and last.
0: First first and last <laughs> year for that. So so Taylor won the first year and that was the actual stag itself. And then we all said, fuck yeah, this is a good time. Let's do it again next year. So we booked it again the next winter and I think we did it in either the March. first week of March. Yeah, I think it was the first couple weeks of March. Yeah. and uh, And same thing, it was a bit warmer that time. And it was good. And, and that time, Isaac and Travis won. Um,
2: and I pissed my pants.
0: <laughs> and everyone, this is Taylor. He's going to be a regular. So he pisses his pants. You also, didn't you lose your phone in the hot tub or something? And your vape. Uh,
2: yeah, I dropped my phone into the hot tub, lost my vape in the snow, couldn't find my hat. Yeah, yeah
0: you were a wreck. That but weekend. we, you know what?
1: You But you did end up finding your vape. And yep. I and found your phone your still worked, and your phone yep. still worked. So really, I mean, and it's just a good. Story. I have
2: to say that that year, waking up on the Saturday morning, drunk me was so nice to hung over me because I woke up to a plate full of chips and a full water bottle beside me.
0: That's you gotta love when drunk you thinks about about the next day. I think we're getting better every year because I I thought
1: this this last year we did we did it in September because of COVID canceled our plans for the beginning of the year but we ended up being able to book it and get we all got tested beforehand and we went out there uh what was it end of september we went out yeah
0: yeah and yeah. it was my yeah. wife's birthday weekend smart decision yeah. well
1: priorities right <laughs> uh lucky um, but we uh I, I i thought i was like you know you get that gross feeling in the morning it's called a hangover i don't know why i said gross feeling in the morning you get a hangover <laughs> I was like, you know what? I got to mitigate this somehow. And I brought out two liters of Pedialyte in September this oh, last year. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, my and, then, God.
1: and I also brought Caesars, the pre, like the bottled Caesar the Clamato, brand
0: Caesars. come Mott's of Caesars.
1: That was like a game changer. Like you wake up, I wake up with a headache. I chug, I chug like basically a liter of Pedialyte and then I crack open a Caesar, and it's like hangover one minute, the next minute you feel fantastic.
0: Yeah. see,
2: that's where I fucked up. Cause I woke up feeling like shit and I was like, I'm just going to crack two
1: beers.
0: Well, and then and I think you came with right us back to where I was. You yeah, came with the, the store the beers,
1: those beers are hard to get through the first couple.
0: <laughs> no, the second day is always the, the worst. And I think yeah. I'm excited because last year we did it in September and it was, uh, it was gorgeous. It was nice to be there at that place while there was still green grass. Right. Longer days, longer days. The sun was up. It was nice to be outside. And, uh, and this year we're actually, because the house was booked or they shut it down for the fall, we're doing it in the summertime. So I'm pretty fucking stoked because we're going to get to play outside games this time. And that's yeah. kind of, I'm, I'm really excited about that. To, Dude, they have a volleyball net outside.
1: or a badminton net. We should yeah. bring out some fucking,
0: what badminton, are they Birdies and shuttlecocks and, and rackets. Shuttlecocks and rackets. Let's do that. Yeah, and bocce. So, yeah, we got bocce ball, we oh, got uh, ball. someone's got to have cornhole. Um oh, or I can just
1: make cornhole.
0: Co- sounds good. Connor I know has Beersby stands. So, yeah, we're going to have a great time this year. It'll be a fun time. And I think or, I'm excited. The biggest thing I'm excited about is not having as shitty of food. Yeah, like for sure. Year. I don't know. You just get gut
1: rot. Remember last yeah. night or last year you were like the first night you were up like throwing like kind of like indigestion with like stomach acid. What did we eat? I don't remember the food being bad. Pizza pockets and chips. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah. Pizza pockets, (laughs) chips, hamburgers. I don't even, yeah, I can't, I don't even think we had anything else. I just, I'm excited for, for better food, but I'm also just excited to get back out. Hopefully there's no issues with COVID at that point, but I don't think we
1: just, we should shout out Jay for last year. He, yeah, the first, was huge. the first night he was like, he was feeling good. He had a lot to drink and he was definitely and probably he doesn't the do that often No, he's not a drinker. And he was definitely the most drunk, probably the first night. And then the next morning he's like the second guy up and he made all of us like a full, like three course breakfast. Bacon it was and unreal.
0: And, oh, it was great. And, and he's, yeah. he's always a trooper. Although I will, I will shit on him a little bit for jamming out at the end. He, he didn't he didn't make it to the last game of the night on Saturday. So
1: I got two buys basically because so beer beer pong, I, I was playing you, Taylor, the first round, and you ended up uh-huh. just being like you were drunk enough that Dummy. you were like fuck this, I'm done. And you just like walked <laughs> away. And so I won that by default. And then Jay was my next opponent and he we found him upstairs, passed out, and Daryl was like he got an answer out of Jay. That's all he'd get out of him was like. Hey, are you gonna get up for beer pong or not? And Jay was like, Yeah, no, hard pass. I'm gonna sleep.
0: <laughs> and then and then Isaac made it to the final and then he fucking won again. Yeah, I did. Oh, but here's the two, nice two thing. Two years well, two years running. Two years. Here's the running, good thing boys. about this coming year is that we're gonna have it's gonna be we have eight confirmed. We're gonna have whole new teams and uh everything's gonna be brand new. So
2: Congratulations, you've been there. <laughs> yeah.
1: So what is what is 2021 going to be? It used to be keep jet off the trophy. <laughs> what's, what's,
2: no, yeah it, was no. Keep, yeah, it was hashtag keep jet off the trophy. Because yeah, <laughs> we have
1: we actually have a little trophy. I still want to get like a nice stand made, like a nice actual stem for the trophy, and get it all like placard up and shit. That'd be sick. Just make one. I know. I just gotta find
0: the fucking time, man. I'm busy doing shit. Yeah, you do you do home you do home renos. Oh, it's, we're, we're, we're out of time, but I did, I did want to talk about home renovations. So we're just going to spend a couple minutes on that real quick. Yeah. yeah. Are You guys, are you guys, you guys are, are, are like we we've talked about tonight. You're more handy, you know, in the good way um, that you can actually like do shit around the house. Obviously you, Isaac, you've built things out of wood for like baby gates and you've done the board and batten on your walls and you've painted your cabinets, all that stuff. Are you. Are you like, when you look at it after, are you like, ah, oh, it looks, I did a great job of that.
1: Do you feel uh, that way? I do on all of my projects aside from one, okay. the first, the first baby gate that we built. I am not happy with it. Like it look aesthetically, it looks good, but I see all the fuck ups on it. And I've always had a really bad relationship with swinging doors like anything swing that has a swing to it i'm not really good at those things so like gates like the second gate i made a gate for upstairs as well with the wife and that one turned out good but the first gate we made um we just used too thin of, of wood for the frame and it ends up it's just like super flimsy the latch kind of sucks the hinges aren't mounted well enough for it to like kind of sagged a bit so it's just I we, we're going to totally rebuild it, uh, build a new one and just replace it. But it's, it's a learning curve, right? Like you gotta, you gotta fail to, you know, to make something, to learn and make something better. Fair enough. But other than that, other than that, like the board and batten, the wife does all the numbers. She figures out all the spec for like measurements and size and material. And then I just kind of, I know all the tools and process Put of putting things together and, and, you know, cuts and whatever else with the saws. And, and, uh, we're a pretty good team for home reno stuff. She's, uh, She's a good, valuable team member for that sort of thing.
0: What about you, Taylor? Do you do do you do anything around your house, or can you? I know, obviously, you did, you worked in carpentry for a while.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah. No i I did a shiplap wall around our fireplace, uh, replaced every single light and light switch. But yeah, like I'm sort of with Isaac, where it's like that shiplap wall around the fireplace, <clears throat> everybody tells me it looks great. And yet I'm just like,
1: oh,
2: that one piece is just.
0: Oh yeah. You look at the fault, at the fault that you can see, but no one else would see it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's, it's definitely when you do like stuff that's like aesthetically pleasing it, like you see it and it's like, I did that.
1: It's a good feeling doing something. Yeah. You know, you're also, I've I feel like it's, If you have the ability to like, you know, bring value to your house um, by adding some sort of texture or whatever, um, it feels good. So I I enjoy doing that. We do that. We're pretty much with COVID and not being, not having much for social lives, and having a toddler, we're just constantly trying to find something to keep us busy on on weeks off or whatever. So we're we're doing stuff all the time as much as we can.
0: Well, that's yeah. I uh, the reason I asked is because I. I suck at it. It's <laughs> so bad. Um, Every Everything I do. Well, I, I, I redid my trailer flooring last year with my father-in-law. He's good at it. Like, he used to be a home builder, and he kind of did – he can do everything. Um, he's renovating his upstairs right now. He did his main floor a few years ago. Like, he's really good at that kind of stuff. So, luckily, he's there to help me through it, but, like – I just did all the caulking this last week in my bathtub and it looks like shit. I don't I even watched a YouTube video on how to how to properly put it on to not have it whatever. Good thing I'm in a rental so I don't really care. I was just covering up the cracks and the mold. Um, you know, we bleached it, scrubbed it and then let it dry and then put new caulking on, but Didn't didn't just, you do the didn't you do the caulking when you moved into that place on the top? I did the I did it around the bathtub in the shower, but I didn't yeah. do like there's tile in our shower. And that's where in between the tiles, like the grout in between the tiles oh, was, yeah, yeah. was yeah. cracking and getting a bit of mold. So I just, I cut it out with a razor blade, pulled it off, cleaned it, put new stuff on, but it just looks so bad. I'm so glad it's covered by a shower curtain, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did that. And now my father-in-law and I were trying to get my landlord to approve us to, to redo our flooring. Cause our dining room is carpet. The living room's carpet, the hallway's carpet that we want to get it's rid of. It's all Berber. So,
1: it's like Berber, right?
0: It's shitty. Yeah. Shitty old carpet. I don't know. I don't know what Berber I carpet think it's is.
1: Ber- I think it's Berber rug. And it's yeah. like super durable, but it's, it's your place is like, it's old. It needs to be replaced. It's, it's already, it's, it's, old. It's, it's
0: time. It's going to be disgusting when we pull it up. It's, it's also been a rental for 20 years. Um, The house is 50 years old and, and it's been a rental for 20 of that. So it's not going to be good when we do it, but I'm kind of like, oh, this is going to be fun replacing all the flooring in the house seeing how that's well that if, goes
1: that's but. that's if your landlord will pay for it right
0: um we probably are going to do it anyway because it's only going to cost us it's just the labor the the materials aren't that expensive once we get going it's going to be under under a thousand bucks what are you going to use what are you going to replace with just whatever that vinyl plank shit same stuff i used nah. in my trailer just to click the click pieces
1: yeah, me and the wife want to do vinyl plank on our main floor, and that's we looked at it, and it's going to be like I don't know twenty five hundred bucks for our main floor.
0: Oh yeah, I think uh, combined I have two hundred and ninety square feet of flooring, so I don't think it's I don't think it's that okay.
1: Big. Yeah, no, that's less for sure.
0: Yeah, you have a bigger house.
1: Well, my main floor is I mean I wouldn't say my main floor is that much bigger than yours,
0: but well, there's other things in our life that are pretty close to the same. So we'll uh, we'll end with that. <laughs> All right, Taylor, thank you for coming on today. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah, no problem. Um, uh, I'll end with a random fact. Uh, the moon has moonquakes, just like the earth has earthquakes. Get the fuck fun here. fact here.
0: You, you, are you serious about that?
2: Yeah, I just I'm looking at it right now. <laughs>
0: Are you on Wikipedia or are you on?
2: Uh, this is called Best Life Online, and it's 175 random facts to make you go OMG.
0: Oh, did you also know that, that the internet's always true? <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. You got <laughs> to find those primary OMG. sources, bud. Oh my god! You got to ask Neil Armstrong if he felt those quakes. Although that moon, moon landing was faked, so it doesn't matter. What but was that, it? What was Neil Armstrong's name backwards?
2: Oh, do you remember I, I sent you that? Yeah, and it's am. like a, he's an
1: alien or something like that. Okay, our code word is going to be the name, and I'm going to find it real quick here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nortzma Ma. No, Le- oh, It's, it's Mar- Alien.
1: alien. <laughs> yeah. Neil Armstrong backwards is Gnorts Mr. Alien. And oh, Gnorts
0: Mr. Alien. Up. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so
1: code word is Gnorts Mr. Alien.
0: Yeah, and uh, stick around for next week. We have a big one coming up. We are doing a bracket. Uh, 90s yeah. action movie bracket. So fucking oh. get 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 watching your 90s action movies. Tell us what your favorite ones are. And uh, I had a 45 minute conversation with my brother about that today, and he he got all excited. All, we're all, gonna have to have all We're gonna have to have have to have Ryan on sometime.
2: I was gonna say have Ryan on for that one. Well,
0: we might not bring Taylor back if he brings an intro like he did today. So <laughs> oh, I <thought> was, <laughs> we'll I have to see fantastic. what happens. uh, all right and that's a good point to end on thanks taylor for coming on
1: yeah thanks bro thanks for having me guys
0: all right we'll see you all next time
1: bye bus looking at your classmates tits jiggling and... really oh dude for sure i i could get bo- i'll get and it wouldn't even necessarily be from tits it would just be from riding in the back of the bus like the bouncy bus and i'd just get a fucking woody
2: yeah i was gonna say in gym class it would just be like we'd be like okay we're gonna take the bus over to the ymca here and the bus would be bouncing and you just feel your little high school pecker rubbing against your leg and all of a sudden it's like that sort of feels good <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know what the best part about that is I'm totally leaving this in the recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's good.
1: You, know, you'd, you know, you'd be like, your friend would be like, hey, why is your butt, as you've been doing squats, your butt's popped out quite a bit. It's nice. It's like, I'm just trying to hide a boner.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I never <sighs> got boners.
0: No, the worst, I'm kidding. Of course I did. The worst boner I got was, at, I used to get them at church. Like they're standing up <gasps> singing worship music and all a of a sudden a no reason boner pops up. Bro, those hymns, those hymns sneak up on you. <laughs> those, they just get to you. You know? It was the Holy Spirit for
1: sure. It's the it's that rhythm section of the hymns, you know. Feel it in your loins.